0: Welcome to a Tuesday, August 2nd edition of The Elephants in the Room.
1: Hey, it's our first one in August.
0: It's our first one in August, and it's also primary day.
1: Hey, is it it primary days in other states? There are other states. Okay. There are other states. So you're saying we're not special.
0: Well, we're the focus. Obviously. Well, Well, there's three focuses. We have, there's the two big races in our state of arizona the governor and senate race here yep then there's the missouri senate uh primary oh which features the two erics trump endorsed eric last night for real
1: are there two erics is yes there what are I'm missing? there's so- eric
0: greetens and eric <laughs> and eric schmidt i think is, 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 his, is his name let me let me uh let me why oh i'm getting
1: your nose just say Missouri MAGA versus MAGA, and that's just not quite helping me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the, that was the joke
0: because he's um, Schmidt, Schmidt, Eric Schmidt, and um, and Eric Greitens, and Greitens is um, if you're familiar with Greitens, he had to uh, resign as governor because uh, it was uh, he was blackmailing his mistress. Uh, With nude photos of her because she was threatening to take their affair public. Classy. Both his mistress and his wife alleged that he would um, uh, be physically abusive towards both of them. Okay. So maybe let's not pick that guy. Okay. Um, State of Missouri. Very easy choice. Very easy choice. Go with Schmidt. Schmidt in Missouri. Now to Arizona. Uh, we went and we we voted uh, this this afternoon, and uh, the, the the previous places that we voted, I I I felt were would have been it would have been easy to cast a ballot as for any you would have been able to cast a ballot illegally if you wanted to, I think.
1: Yes, I, so let's see, I have voted in California, New York, Virginia, New Hampshire, and now Arizona. Mm -hmm. Max hasn't actually voted in all those places because when we lived in New York, he refused to get a license, so he didn't vote when
0: we lived there. I did not need to.
1: (laughs) I mean, yes, I did vote, though it didn't really matter. Anyway, um... And I remember when we went to vote in New Hampshire, and I was like, what is happening? Like, you walk up, you just give your name, you don't have to give your ID, right? I don't think so. And they have like a paper book, and they look up your name, and then they put a check next to it. It's like, what? I think you... What kind of analog nonsense is this?
0: Yeah, well, so here's the thing is that... You can you you could show ID, but it doesn't have to be from your district. It could, it could, you could you could be from a different district, and you could say, "Oh well, well I live here," and you just sign an affidavit saying that you're a resident of that district, and you can vote. You can do that, um, but yeah, I mean, there's and then there's I mean, there's all sorts of different identifications that are accepted. And all, of, and all of that. Um, but New Hampshire, yeah, it's just very, very, it's, it's pretty old school.
1: Easily manipulated. Yeah.
0: Um, Virginia, kind of the same way, to be completely honest.
1: Uh, it's like so long ago, and it was like before all the brouhaha's, so I honestly can't remember if I needed to show an ID mm-hmm. or not. But I seem to remember all of them until today. It would well, be somebody with a paper book. Yep. And they, or a, or a stack of papers and they would just check you off with a pen or a pencil. And that was the whole, that was the thing. So let's take you through the way Arizona does it because it yes. was really cool. I thought it was really cool. So you walk in and they direct you to a computer and it's touchscreen and you have to touch it, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you select which form of ID you're going to show. So I selected... Um, my driver's license. I think the other option was maybe like passport and something else. I don't really remember. Uh, And so if you select driver's license or state ID card or whatever, they're all the same. Then you scan the barcode into the computer and it comes up with your information and then you have to verify if that's correct. And then you have to wait and a poll worker mm-hmm. comes by and they then check your ID and make sure you are who you say you are. Yep and then they have to scan a card and then approve it that this is really you. Oh, I forgot to mention you um, make, like I'm registered independent, so I had to like select which ballot. Um, I assume maybe they do that for you even if you're like Republican or Democrat, you still select which ballot, no? Nope, okay. It only gives you your, your party. Okay, well I got that because I'm special. Um, and then you finish and then you go over to another table And then they call your name and they print out the ballots as the computer finishes. So, like, I couldn't just go up and then be like, I want to vote Democrat. It was like, here's the ballot that came out with, it didn't have your name on it. But, like, I don't know, there must have been, like, a separate thing that had your name on it. Because they knew my name. Mm -hmm. But they didn't make me show an ID at that. Did they make us show an ID at that point? I don't think so. To pick up the ballot.
0: No, they didn't make us show an ID to pick up a ballot.
1: But at that point, I mean, all you could really do is steal someone else's ballot who already went through that whole thing. So Exactly, I mean. exactly. The ballot is <laughs> tied to someone's name. And,
0: and, and, you know, if there were, I mean, the, the thing that I could say as a lady, there, there weren't um, a lot of us that were waiting. It was just one person who's handing out ballots. So if there were like, there could have been two Katie's, right? There, no, she said my full name. Oh, she said your full name. Yeah. Okay, so then, so so then, well, there there could have been. I could easily see a case where there's two Matthews, two Michaels.
1: No, the last name too. They say the full name. She
0: didn't say my last name.
1: Okay, whatever. It doesn't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not the point.
0: Anyways, it would. Yeah, I mean, you're it, the. The point that we're making is is that it was a very secure process. It was a very secure process. The audit process would be very very easy to do. How many ballots did you scan? How many IDs did you check in? Boom. Boom. Because there's no way of getting around it. There's no way of getting around
1: that. Um, Obviously, you can do things like dump bag ballots, but you could do that pretty much anywhere seeing as how it's criminal activity. yes, <laughs> But there's no order, but ability no- like in New Hampshire where they will dump a busload of kids from UMass mm-hmm. outside of a polling place and then have them affidavit and yeah, swear yeah, that they're out, somebody yeah. and go vote.
0: Yeah, and then those end up getting processed with the rest of them. Um, that's how that's how that one works. Um, that's a that's a tried and true method. <laughs> bus, them, bus them over the border. Yeah. Um, but none of, but but in order to get that absentee ballot in Arizona you still have to go in and scan that ID
1: yeah
0: so that's what I'm saying like something has to be scanned so it would it would have to be like a legit I mean you'd have to hack the you'd have to hack the Secretary of states and and you you'd have to hack the state of Arizona's database essentially like uh, ID database um, in in order to do it uh, and uh, um, so I have. I personally have no doubt that, that this process was was very secure, very secure. Yep. Um, not to mention, all eyes are on here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is great as well. So uh, that was that was our experience. Do you want to share who you voted for? No. Okay. It's private. It's private. Right. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> let me let me let me rephrase that question. Let me rephrase that question. Who do you think is going to win?
1: For what position? Governor,
0: governor and senate, the two big ones.
1: I mean, I think it's going to be Carrie Lake, and I don't. I haven't looked at any polling, but probably Blake Masters, even though I thought he came off terribly in the debate. But like, I don't really know how people vote here in the primary. I personally think. Primaries are silly because I listen to the candidates and I'm like, We all share the same opinions, you know, we all want low taxes, we all want to secure the border, we all want inflation to go away, we all want the Democrats to get out of office. Like We want to secure our water. Yeah. I mean there's just not a lot of like difference. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I really care about is can you beat a Democrat? Because any of you would be light years better than a Democrat. Now I will
0: say if we had a candidate who was pledging to build a wall between us and California. Ooh, that's interesting. Now that would be an interesting (laughs) policy proposal. That would catch my attention. If we had a candidate who was, who was proposing, who was proposing that kind of, that kind of action. Um, I agree with you. I think it's going to be Lake and masters. It looks like governor is going to be a little bit closer than Senate. Hmm. Um, Um, so, uh, but I I do think at the end of the day that the Trump endorsements are going to carry the day, and that uh, you know, and then we're on to the general, um, because the endorsements only matter if your candidate wins in the general. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly, congratulations! You had all of your supporters vote your way in a primary. Now you've gotta convince everyone else that your person is the right person. Um, so that's uh, that's what's going to be happening over the next couple of months with uh, most likely Blake Masters versus Mark Kelly, who is the America's most backbencher Senator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Um, Elsewhere in the news today, it, 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 I guess everything's just about Pelosi. Everything's about Pelosi.
1: I haven't been following. Did she go? Did she get there? Did she, she get shot Taiwan. down? I assume she didn't get shot down. She so did not get that.
0: shot down. Okay. She did so. not get shot down. She was escorted by five or six F-15s. Um,
1: didn't they say it was going to cost like $90 million for this trip or something equally crazy?
0: The security cost, probably something like that. Pro- pro- probably something crazy.
1: Cost to Pelosi send trip. Pelosi to Taiwan. I almost said Tibet. Um, it just says it's a headache. Well, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a headache. <laughs> okay, you keep going. I'm just going, say,
0: I'm just going to say on the record that I am glad that she followed through and went. When she said she was going to Taiwan, and everything erupted. I'm glad she stuck to her guns. Um, I did not like that there were people out there calling for her to not go. I think that would make us look really weak as a country, that all of a sudden that China is going to dictate what the Speaker of the House of the United States can do. Um, wrong. We tell you what to do because we're the United States of America. Uh, it would be really cute if one of China's toy fighters uh, would try to take out the Speaker of the House, because I can guarantee you that that would not have happened. Uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 I had Fox News on this morning, and they had some, some no-name congressmen on, and I thought, I thought he did make one good point, which was that uh, the trip should have been bipartisan. There should have been Republicans on the trip. Um, if we're going to shake our fist at China this way, then uh, it should be it should be bipartisan because there are a lot of Republicans who um, agree that she she made the right move and agree that uh, Taiwan, um, you know, that if Taiwan wants to stay, you know, you know, as ind- I guess as independent as possible. Um, the, the, than that. They should they should be able to do that. Um, so I do agree with that. I think that's the one criticism I have but other than that um, you know it, it, I, I just don't see anything erupting because of this just because it's just so, so I, I mean you'd have to be an absolute child to get offended by something like this. I mean there's diplomatic relations between all sorts of countries. Just get over it, China.
1: Okay so I don't know if they retracted it or what but when I finally found it, it. says, Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan is expected to cost taxpayers over $90 million for security, allocation of U.S. military presence, and more. However, when I click into the article, I can't find the number. But it's here in the little preview. So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Biden made them take it all down. That's right. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, good, good puts in a call uh, to Google. Get this taken off the internet, please. And speaking of things that the Biden administration wants to get rid of. Mayor Pete has a, uh, a new crusade. And there's a particular... Well, let's just get into the... This is the series. It's, Transporteca- Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is taking on a new challenge. Bridging the physical divide infrastructure has caused in America. Judge joined Trevor Noah on last night's episode of The Daily Show to discuss his agenda, because this is where serious ideas are talked about by serious people. <laughs> I know you made headlines when, and correct me if I paraphrase you incorrectly, but I mean, you basically said that America's roads are racist, right? Noah began. Not exactly what I said, Judge laughed. The point is, look, there are many places in the U.S. where a road or a railroad was used to divide or segregate or even remove a neighborhood, typically a black neighborhood. I completely understand, Noah replied. The fact that we have the phrase, quote, wrong side of the tracks in American English language tells you something about how infrastructure, which is supposed to connect, can also be used to divide, often on racial lines. And we've got to face that we can do something. So, so, so this is it. This, this is it. It's Buddha judge. How can we have this kind of hateful phrase in America? We, we've got We've got to do something about this. The wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> is he? Is he aware that? Just, oh, I don't know. In every civilization of all time there's a wrong side of the tracks. There are good neighborhoods and there are bad neighborhoods. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what skin color you have. There's good places and bad places wherever you go around the world. I can, I, it's, it's a universal fact. So the idea that this phrase could even be seen as racist is preposterous, because what we're talking about in this situation is really more of an economic thing than anything racial.
1: I think this just goes back to how I'm starting to think that the Democrats' entire mission is just to rewrite the English language and all of our sayings.
0: Oh, well, a recession isn't a recession anymore.
1: Right. So we're changing the definition of recession. We're changing the definition of gender. We now can, we need to change the definition of the wrong side of the track.
0: <laughs> we just need to get rid of that phrase.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can go on and on. And you can't say folks, F-O-L-K-S. You got to say F-O-L-X. You can't say Latino. It's Latinx. <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on and on of all the things that they want to change.
0: All the things that she, <laughs> gem, <G-J-G-M- laughs> they, their... Is there a there? I think mean, you yeah. just made one. They, there? them, theirs. They, Theirs?
1: Theirs? I There's? don't know. Probably theirs because that's even more incorrect. Over there. <laughs> also, you said there like I do like a, with that little Baltimore accent. <laughs> it's supposed to be there. There.
0: <laughs> there.
1: I like to say There.
0: There. There. Well, speaking of, speaking of Democrats changing definitions, this is something that we got we, we got into because we've had other times that Democrats have changed definitions because this week we've been treated to the full blast of how a recession is not a recession. Full well, Blanzies. Two quarters of uh, contraction is the traditional definition of a recession. That's typically what the National Bureau of Economic Research goes in takes a look there are, there are examples of course of longer recessions there are examples of things that are shorter i believe they declared a short time span during the pandemic to be a recession just because of how much the economy contracted when we just shut down decided to shut down the country just say so can't do anything um so 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 there there was that like an intense contraction like that but that has always been the traditional definition it's what is taught to us in if you have a degree in economics, that is the, de- that is the overwhelming definition that is taught. If you got that on the test in Econ 101, that is, the defini- that is how, what you are supposed to write down. I can, I can guarantee you that. Um, and so we were thinking about other times when Democrats got playful. And the first one that came to mind for me is my favorite one of all time. And this goes back to the late 90s and our friend Slick Willie. Yeah. It depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. If the, if he, if is means is and never has been, that is not, that is one thing. If it means there is none, that was a completely true statement. Now, if someone asked me on that day, are you having any kind of sexual relations with Miss Lewinsky, that is asked me a question in the present tense i would have said no and it would have been completely true
1: (laughs) i could read that five times and still not know what the what in the world this is supposed to mean
0: so this is one of the this is the most one of the most famous parts of clinton's deposition and when uh basically what he's saying is is that he answered the question truthfully when he was at when he was asked are you having sexual relations with Miss lewinsky he answered no i'm not i'm not i'm I'm not and what he was saying was is that um was that in the in the tense that he assumed that was being spoken uh by the uh, question uh, by a person asking question uh that he uh was answering correctly and by saying that, no, he wasn't currently having a sexual relation with Miss Lewinsky, Uh, this this part was absolutely rejected immediately um, and and basically was told to him that uh, you can't possibly believe um, believe that (laughs) essentially Uh, they basically laughed at him. But that was what that's that's one of the the all time greats. Another great one, the New York Times, which is aiding in the rewrite of the recession, putting Paul Krugman out there front and center, going, well, you know, it's never been the definition. And there's like cases, there's like, you know, he's obviously used this definition before. So when Obama said, if you like your doctor, you can keep them, this became PolitiFact's lie of the year in 2013. The biggest biggest lie was the biggest lie of Obamacare. That was the lie that sold Obamacare. Nothing's gonna happen to you and your doctor. You like your doctor, you can keep them because of this law. This law was into place, people lost their doctor. It cost people their lives. The New York Times concluded that Obama didn't lie. They invented a new term. They said it was an incorrect promise.
1: So here's the thing. There's one thing about lying about a bill you're passing, which is sadly just par for the course when it comes to politics. Correct. And then there's trying to take a definition that has been basically set in stone for eons and trying to rewrite it. I just I think there's a different Level there It's very Orwellian Orwellian I put the
0: Orwellian I put the I, See I put the um, I put the recession Thing in the same se- In the same sense Of the red line That Obama had in Syria If you use chemical weapons That's a red line We're gonna get involved it's
1: No Assad to me used... this recession thing Is the gender thing They're like Yeah There's more than two genders No there's not It's literally no. in the definition Yeah Oh uh, There are different pronouns No there aren't there's just he and she. That's it. Those are the pronouns. I, I will say this.
0: In a recession, you 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 feel it. You you feel a recession. It feels like a recession. Where see when you go to the grocery store, and see this is something that Joe Biden doesn't understand. He doesn't go to the grocery store.
1: He doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't go
0: anywhere. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't even know where he is. Maybe, maybe in he his mind, he's walk. in his mind. He, he's floating he's off. He's
1: shuffling, right?
0: <laughs> he's a shuffler. Oh, it's the most disturbing thing. He's a shuffler. He can't lift his feet. That's not good. But the fact of the matter is, is that is that a lot of these elites don't understand what regular folks see every day. The price of the goods that we purchase on a regular basis have been going up and up and up and up and up over the past. 18, 19 months we're starting to see people around us get laid off we're starting to see fewer jobs out there for if, if you're starting to look for if you're looking for a job if you're looking for a new opportunity you're seeing fewer opportunities out there you know houses are staying on the market longer it's slow it's slow you can feel it if you're engaging with the economy if you're out there in the world you can feel it it doesn't feel bad yet it doesn't feel like oh no we're really heading off a cliff but let me tell you something these releases of from the strategic petroleum reserves there's only so many times that you can do that without a sane domestic energy policy we are still beholden. We're going to be too beholden to foreign powers when it comes to when it comes to getting the oil that we need to power this country. That's, and because the Biden administration, there's two groups of people in the Biden administration. There's people who just don't engage with the regular people the regular person's economy day after day, and so they just don't understand, so they just don't care. The other group of people in the Biden administration look at this and go, our plan is working. We are inflicting pain on these people. Buy an electric car. Buy an electric car. Right? We need to preserve the liberal world order. That's part, that's like, that's part of the worst part about it. Is that they're, is that they're re, they're rewriting these terms just in order to inflict pain on people <laughs> and to cause division <laughs> there's no reason for it just be like yeah things things aren't great right now we're trying to make them better
1: see I'm there's just, no reason
0: there's no reason to not do that if you're an honest
1: person I'm just curious if the average Joe the average liberal is going to to see this because i think when obama says something like you if you want to keep your doctor you can the only way to know that that's not true is if you personally were impacted and couldn't go see your doctor or you actually read the whole bill Clark. and odds are you probably didn't read the whole bill and you know not everyone was affected by Well that, by was, that was the
0: famous line from jonathan gruber
1: most people know what a recession is yes so, do you think this will have an effect on how people view the liberal, the Democrat Party, and Joe Biden?
0: Well, I think they just view him. I think they just view him as un, as, as just a, as as just untrustworthy. I mean, his approval ratings in the, is in the toilet. The only people that like Joe Biden are the people who will definitely vote. I mean, we're trying to find the floor here for Biden. He's blown past forty. He's in the thirties. For his approval rating. What's the
1: lowest approval rating a president's ever had? Is it Joe Biden? Or is Jimmy Carter lower?
0: No. Trump got pretty low after January 6th. Trump got pretty low.
1: Was that a real poll, though? (laughs) (laughs) It's not a real poll.
0: No, presidents, 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 they get voted out are typically by the end of their terms. They're not, they're not the most pop. They're not the most popular people, right? You've worn out your welcome. Because by that point you've been in public for at least at least six or seven years front and center, if not ten, maybe eleven. That's a that's a long 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 time for people to get uh, sick of you. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just it's just another it's just another case of of you know like like you said democrats and reinventing something just in order to cause division in the country and it's getting it's getting pretty annoying pretty quickly
1: i actually think they're reinventing things because they want to spin it and be like no everything's great so, well i mean you know, that's no, the obvious
0: not thing great. that's why they're trying to spin it but no one believes it i mean that's the that's the thing i mean the the excuse that they're coming up with is just as lazy as their policy proposals <laughs> Well, they're doing all they're doing is like, well, that's not the definition that we're using. It's like, okay.
1: Well, that's the poll I want to see is (laughs) how many people are buying what they're putting down. I just can't imagine that many are.
0: I just don't think that many the other thing you want to know what they're blessed with right now, no one's paying attention to this. Yeah, no one's paying attention. No one's paying attention to this. It's August. It's the last couple of weeks of summer. People have absolutely one hundred percent checked out from this conversation.
1: Yeah. True.
0: So in a lot of, in a lot of sense, this is a great time to be having a messaging problem because no <laughs> one's, no one's watching. <laughs> no one's watching. <laughs> you could just flail about just, just you could just uh, a fish on the deck of a boat, just, just flopping about. That's all they do every day. They send that, they send that dolt out there to, to, to get, to answer questions from Peter Doocy. Uh because the other things that are asked of, of uh, that, that they ask her, she, she just has canned responses, too, and they're accepted. And then Peter Juicy might actually ask her a question like, hey, so the definition of a recession, why do you guys change that? Um, but like I've said before, she's the greatest press secretary of all time, the greatest press secretary of all time. She's not intelligent enough to come up with her own thoughts, and she's disciplined enough to read the script verbatim every single time.
1: Yeah, I mean, he do, he does get her to give some pretty good sound bites, though. I mean, she's not veering from the script, but she's, like...
0: Uncomfortable.
1: She's uncomfortable, and she's repeating things that don't answer the question and don't make any sense. And if you're a relatively intelligent mm-hmm. person, you would be like, she's completely dodging this. Something's, like... What is the the phrasing? Where there's smoke, there's fire?
0: Yes. Yeah. I want to end by asking you a question.
1: Oh, I love questions. Let's go. What you got? I'm, Stay saving, on me. I'm
0: saving I'm saving the Georgia story for next time. I think that's an interesting that's something we should discuss. Okay. For a longer time. Um, and we try to keep these shorter and not wander wandering.
1: Okay, hit me with it.
0: <laughs> so Dunkin' Donuts worker was on TikTok this week okay someone gave him money to pay it forward okay gave him extra money to pay for the person behind him okay he just kept the money
1: was it like five bucks or yeah like five bucks (laughs) did he really need it
0: right or wrong (laughs) right or wrong
1: i think it's just sad is his excuse that he misunderstood and thought it was a tip
0: no, he said, me, after a customer tried to pay for the person behind them in the drive-thru, but I took the money as a tip.
1: Well, yeah, that's not great.
0: <laughs> that's th- So I had the initial reaction he had. I was just like, rather than right or wrong, the thing that I find the most gross about it is that he did choose the wrong action, and then he went and bragged about it on social media. <laughs> Like he was proud of it Like this is something I need to share with the world
1: Right Like why (laughs) would?
0: Why would you do that
1: So I I don't follow this did people roast him Or were they like yeah you go Glenn Coco That was the
0: worst part People were like yeah you go You go because he doesn't get paid enough Because he just works at Dunkin Donuts He gets paid minimum wage So take the money If someone's giving you money take the money That was the reasoning, people said. And said, you're not getting enough money.
1: Take it. But it is dishonest. It's 100% dishonest.
0: (laughs) It's completely wrong. It's 100% completely wrong to do.
1: Where was this, Duncan? It doesn't say. Oh. Was it it in New England?
0: (laughs) I don't know if it was in New England.
1: (laughs) Was that all you wanted to ask me? If I thought it was wrong? Well, I was just curious. I, I, was, I was curious as to
0: your reaction about it, and your reaction was the one that I was hoping you had because this really, the, the, the point of this is just to really show that
1: society is... America, getting... <laughs> yeah,
0: America's problems are not political. America's problems are not political. America's problems are cultural, 100%. We have get teenagers taking money from people that's meant to pay it forward in the coffee line, taking it for themselves, going on TikTok and bragging about it. Yep. I understand that this is an outlier situation. But the only thing that I can conclude from this is that culturally we are headed not just in a very wrong direction, but in a very wrong direction rapidly. I mean, rapidly rapidly. And I know this kid is just like speaks for everyone in the future generation, but the fact that even people would back him up—it's gross. It's icky. It's It's icky. icky. It's icky. Right. So just, just, just remember, this is why the cultural wars are so important. This is why it's so important to emphasize. the traditional family unit raise kids correctly teach them right and wrong whatever way you want to do it but just make sure that you have a kid who doesn't go on social media bragging they just stole money from people But the thing that I'm happy about is I know my vote was not stolen today.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
0: and we've got, well, it's just about return time. So yeah. we're about to go watch returns. And we are going to catch uh, up with everyone on Thursday.
1: Yeah. So you'll know what happens or you don't pay attention to Arizona. And then we'll let you know what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Until the next time.
1: Bye, y'all.